Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Wit Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. As we press in on a uh, on a big Monday, okay, we got a big we have a Cowboys win to react to. That's all great. Another huge game for Dak. You'll hear at some point in the program some uh, back and forth that I have with Jerry Jones after last night's game, uh, and I think. Uh, uh, Jerry is, uh, well, he's very excited about what he's seeing from his quarterback and from this team. And I think there is reason to be excited when you just crush a team you're supposed to crush. Now, <clears throat> they have now won 12 straight games at home. It's become one of the great home field advantages in sports. Didn't really see that ever happening, but it's happened. And we also will be talking about Baylor football and what Dave Aranda referred to as rock bottom. And basically went up to Manhattan, completely outclassed in every possible way, kind of tried to fight back a little bit, got to 35-13, onside kick, but uh, really never climbed in any sort of meaningful way back in it. It was like 56 to 25, like a lot of you. I really wanted to move about my day, but it's what I do for a living. Kind of felt like I needed to. uh, And, of course, I've grown up watching all these games. It's embarrassing. One year you get blown out at home 38 to 3. Uh, uh, don't even show up against K-State, and then you go on the road and really don't have a chance. Tie tie it up at 7, come rolling up the field, and then uh, you just don't uh, – you don't have any uh, – you don't have anything going for you. I mean, it, it's from there on. And I, I know there's been a lot of talk about – and uh, our buddy Drake, the Drake Toll Show, noon to two, has been involved in this this thought process of well, uh, and our man Roder, who used to come on with us, it's not the talent, the so-called horses are in the barn. I've been told, uh, you know, the the recruiting is the same it's always been. You can point to some of these recruiting rankings. Well, I just go, you know, I look with my eyes and. I guess if you want to just put this completely on the coaching, you can. I I I seemingly uh, looked out there and felt like there was a massive difference in talent in what I, what I was watching 
And K-State is not known, by the way, for going out and blowing everybody away in recruiting. So when I say talent, I'm also talking about the development of that talent. But the Bears were not even able to stay on the field with him. Whatever coach moves forward with Baylor, what I anticipate happening is an enormous move in the NIL world. It, it did not happen quickly enough. You can blame whoever you want to blame on that. Coach Aranda, in some ways, has blamed himself for not being aggressive. I think what you all that are listening, that are big Baylor fans, are about to be asked, uh, at, at whatever level you can give. It's like church. Like, hey, what can you give? Okay, give your 10%. I think everybody who's screaming about the NIL and it not looking good, I think everybody's about to get hit with, well, all right, are you guys ready to commit to this? Are you all ready to give? Are our season ticket holders ready to give? Because whatever you want to call it, you know, they win a they win a 2021 Big 12 title and have an incredible year and have been nosediving ever since. Last year was just kind of like, eh, six wins. It finished poorly, but they'll bounce back. They'll bounce back this season. This season has been an unmitigated disaster. There is no, there's no sprucing it up, folks. Yeah, I mean, I was at the Cowboys game watching the Baylor basketball team yesterday. I'm excited about women's basketball tomorrow night against Utah. Okay, I'm excited about all that, but but we're not going to like, we can't be one of those shows, even though we are the Baylor flagship that comes on like, hey, let's talk about all the good stuff. Got a lot of good stuff going on at Baylor. Uh Uh-uh, uh-uh. Football is the driver of everything, and football has fallen on hard times. Okay, we're not up here to take cheap shots and rip on anybody, but this isn't good enough. Dave said it after the game, and um, I, uh, you know, I then then he went and did his uh, talk with the media, which we will certainly uh, have for you. We're going. We we'll get in the five o'clock hour. We'll play some of that for you. We'll react to it. This quote was interesting. Uh, Zach Smith had this in the Waco Trib. He said, uh, "Baylor this is Baylor head coach Dave Aranda on the coaching carousel." You might have heard Jimbo got fired. Jimbo got fired. I think it was the decision was made Thursday. Uh, they win a game against Mississippi State by Sunday morning. He's done. I mean, say what you will about A and M. They're willing to. They're willing to. Uh, come up with $78 million buyout. And again, I guess that was the AD, uh, B- B- Bjork, who had a hand in doing that deal. I mean, one of the most ridiculous deals ever put on paper. But uh, can't blame can't blame our man uh, Jimbo. I mean, and Jimmy Sexton, they got the deal done, he and his agent. And A&M decided, you know what, we don't like this. This is not fun to have to commit $78 million. And they'll be able to pay it out over the years, but it'll come out in about $7.5 million a year not to coach. Every year they'll stroke a check and they'll say, here you go, Jimbo, here's your annual about $7.5 million to not work for us. We are done with you. 
Uh, we'll see what they bring in. <clears throat> I don't think the Aggie faithful is too concerned that the 12th Man Foundation and the alumni group, the you know, the athletic department is going to have to fit that bill. They're just excited to maybe move on and have something else. Baylor Nation kind of just sits there and waits and wonders what's going to happen. What's going to happen? It's uncomfortable for everybody. Uh, Dave Aranda asked about the coaching carousel. He says, whenever you see the Christmas commercial where it's the car with a ribbon on it, you know someone's about to get fired. This is the signal that firings are coming next. That's just kind of how it is. You sign up for that. And Aaron, you know what he's talking about? I think it's some of those Lexus commercials. You know, it's yeah, like Toyota Thon <laughs> and December to remember. <laughs> yeah, December to remember. And uh <laughs> I'm glad he's got kind of a I'm glad he's got kind of a you know, a, a little bit of a sense of humor about it. He's right. He's right. I mean, Dave's a big boy. He gets paid a ton of money. They fire him. Guess what he's going to go do? He's going to go coach. I mean, I'm at the Cowboys game yesterday, and I had tons of people coming up to me saying, we need him at LSU. We're ready for him, man. We're ready for him back. Dave Aranda would get hired in about five minutes. All right? It'll take about five minutes for for old Aranda to be back in the mix. Um, But not as a head coach. I mean, unless he was willing to go you know, way down lower level or somebody, maybe somebody would hire him at, at that. In the midst of all this mess, and, and the other day was an embarrassment to our university. I mean, it really was. I mean, it's not like they went out there and tried to get beat really badly. I mean, they got people out there going at it and doing the best they can. But, I mean, literally their best receiver the other day, Aaron, I, I think he ended up with like 10 targets for zero catches. Either nine or ten targets. And he's your big play wide receiver, Monterey Baldwin. He's made some great plays over his career at Baylor, going back three years. Um, but but literally, they, they, they can't get the ball to him. Uh, tight ends are good, but, you know, sadly, one tight end couldn't catch a nice pass from Isaiah Hankins. I mean, you know it's bad when you're lining up to try to make it whatever that was whatever they were trying to make it at the time. They were going to kick a long field goal, maybe try to make it 35-16, I think. And Hank, they do a direct snap to Hankins. I mean, the sucker rolls out, delivers a gorgeous pass. And uh, our man Jake the Snake, who I love, great tight end, I really like him, can't make a play, drops the ball. I mean, you know, um, the kicker kicker put a – I mean – Aaron, that might have been the best deep ball of the day. I mean, that's not saying much for our man shaping, but the man put the ball where it needed to be. Was the sun in his face or something? Who knows, maybe. But uh, didn't get it done. It's a, I mean, it's a bad football team all the way around. Can you bring Aranda back? I, I, I'd love to hear a case for it. <clears throat> I, I mean, it's not like – I mean, I love the guy. I, I mean, and I don't get to – uh, all these other Baylor coaches over the years, I've had special access to lots of one-on-ones. Matt Rule, Art Bryles. I mean, you know, 
I used to get RG3 when he was in the race for the Heisman. Used to get him on all the time. I get zero special access to Aranda. I mean, the guy just doesn't really, he, he you know, he wants to be comfortable. Wants to be comfortable. But I, I, do, uh, I do appreciate the guy. I mean, I love listening to him. We'll run his news conference today because I find him fascinating. But I get it. I get why everybody's ready to move on. I mean, of course, the question becomes, wh- who's out there? I mean, uh, A&M's, uh, you know, if you're willing to spend $78 million for your coach not to, you know, Baylor has great donors. It's not like they don't have great facilities and money and all that. But they can't just do crazy stuff. I mean, fortunately, Mac's not going to do uh, a contract like that. But Aranda has several years left, like five or six years left, probably on something in the six to seven million a, a year range. Makes tremendous money, so I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have to you know you're gonna have to keep paying him. Now I guarantee you they put all, unlike A and M they put offset language in it. So what he makes. I mean, if he goes to LSU or somewhere like that, what's he going to make a year? Well, it's going to offset it because they're going to pay him two or three million. Going to pay him really well, uh, so it would offset some of those costs. People are asking me, "What's the buyout? What's the buyout?" Well, Baylor's not doesn't put its numbers out there, but there's not a huge buyout like what A and M had. I, I mean, it would it would surprise me. If it was over fifteen, if it was over, I mean, it, it, it's not. It's not going to be big because Mac doesn't really believe in doing those, and I, I don't think they put it in there. So, and and then Aaron today, um, Mac and Dave, and I jumped on there for a little bit just to see what was going on. It was like uh, the announcement, and and I do appreciate the two student government organizations i i got no clue who started this or it seems like a tcu driven thing i know uh, drake and uh, cam drake is devoted this is just up his alley i mean just if if a lot of times when you know there's a new idea a lot of people are going to kill it and i i understand that what calling this thing the blue bonnet battle I mean, it, it's strange. I mean, I, I don't – I mean, there, there are blue bonnets in Texas. I think it's our state plant or flower. But, I mean, there's nothing really connecting TCU and Baylor. I guess you just – it's state flower. They've been playing forever. The blue, the blue bonnet's a great – it's a great flower. It looks good. Um, I, I don't really – I don't know what else to say. I didn't get worked up. I'm, like, not mad about it. It's not like I woke up every day like the rivalry, thinking that was the greatest thing ever. I mean, I, Baylor TCU became. I mean, it's a long time rivalry. They got it back together, and it become it became great again or great because the two head coaches hated each other. I mean, today's deal that I saw was some kind of love fest. I mean, oh, it's like playing your brother or your sister, and da 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 da. I mean, I get it, Mac. Did, Mac was not part of the just out-and-out hatred between Patterson. I mean, by the time Matt Rule gets here, it's like everybody's hugging on each other out there. I mean, you know, Gary. I mean, even Gary wasn't Matt. Gary used to just make stuff up after game. I mean, like, oh, my gosh, some player tried to 
you know, shoot the bird at me or holler at me or something. I mean, I love Gary, but it, that thing was just – it had a life of its own because both teams were great, and Gary and Bryles couldn't stand each other. So that's what made that's what brought it back and made it like unbelievable, because because Casey Paul Hall and then Trevon Boykin and Baylor had all those great quarterbacks that culminated in Bryce Petty and of course Nick and everybody Seth, of course RG three the sixty one fifty eight game. I mean that's what makes a rivalry. That's what makes it great. I, I get no, I don't really have any like I don't I don't. I can't really come on here today and rip on the blue bonnet battle because I don't even know what it means. Like it's just some kind of made up weird thing that so we can hand each other a trophy. I mean, is the is the Houston uh, Astros Rangers rivalry feel great right now? Yeah, yeah, but it's because of what happened on the field. Nobody cares that they have something called the silver boot. Nobody cares that the Oilers. Uh, and now the Texans and the Cowboys have the Governor's Cup. Nobody cares. That was just something the owners were doing to goof around with. So, I mean, I I I don't love it, but I don't really even know what it what it is. Like I don't really know why we have it. It just kind of to me, you do things like with the Texas Tech thing. You had it called like the State Farm something trophy because it was a sponsored type thing. I don't even know if this is sponsored by anybody. I mean, generally, if you roll out the blue bonnet battle, you might say, brought to you by so-and-so. I think this is just a new name. And I applaud Mac. Uh, I mean, the TCU AD didn't even show up. Mac had to say, like, uh, well, uh, sorry, Jeremiah wanted to be here, but he's under the weather. I mean, it's a Zoom. I don't care if you're home sniffling around. Get on the Zoom. I mean, everybody else, your head coach did. Dave Aranda may get fired at any minute. And Dave Aranda's on there wearing some glasses, looking like he hadn't slept, trying to talk about the blue bonnet battle. And the TCU AD's just like, I got sniffles. I couldn't come on today. Now, maybe... You know, maybe there's something I don't know about. But there's Mac having to apologize for Jeremiah Donati. Give me a break. Give me a break. I'll probably get a text and he has some kind of personal thing and I'll have to apologize. But Mac said he was under the weather. It's a Zoom call. Get on the dang Zoom call if we're going to talk about the blue bonnet battle. Now, nothing. I, I didn't hear. I, I Sonny talked about something like. Going back to when he was a kid and the old SWC rival. But Sonny said kind of what I was saying. Sonny said, hey, this thing's gotten great for what's happened over the last 12 to 15 years. Well, Baylor and TCU both stink this season. So it'll be like the blue bonnet, I don't know, just like the, just kind of a standoff. It'll be the blue bonnet pillow fight uh, up there in Fort Worth on Saturday. But but I'm fine. But I, but I, what I don't want to say is, I kind of like these student government kids, who for whatever reason decided let's make this a big priority and get this done. And honestly, if the Baylor student government people and the TCU and they put a ton of thought into this and this became some kind of big deal to them, then I can try to get on board. I kind of like I like a good student government. All right, Aaron. 
if I if I say anything else today, please hear that. I do enjoy <laughs> the student government. <laughs> Aaron, were you ever in student government either at Waco High School or Robinson? I was not. Never felt okay. the call for public service. <laughs> Even at a high school I'm level. Not, I'm not asking about politics. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, did, you, uh, did you ever feel the call to ministry? I, yeah, there was a period when I thought about it, absolutely. Interesting. I was very young, Interesting. a young teenager, but I thought about it. You, you are licensed in the state of Texas to marry and bury. I know. Now, I, well, I don't think you've ever no, married yeah. anybody, but you have married somebody, right. which is nice. Yeah, yeah. In fact, if y'all want, if anybody's out there and would like Aaron to do your marriage, we we could do that on the air. We could have like an on-air ceremony right there in the studio. I for you hopeless romantics. I mean that really, Aaron. We could get like some of our sales crew to come in and and stand with these people. Like, they probably have their own friends, but I just I I really think that might be something we should think about. All right, we got a lot to do today. Uh, we do have some good news, Baylor. Got some good news. Basketball. There's a there's a fascinating thing happening in basketball, Aaron, and that I do want to address at some point. And it involves one of my all-time favorite players, Everyday John. Um, you know, uh uh John Muchacho. I mean, I I I I don't know what's going on there, but I kinda it it, it could be a Mosley investigation. We will have um Nikki on Thursday. Okay, Thursday afternoon, Nikki Collin. That will be following their victory over Utah. We're trying a different deal this year. Um, like a Nikki one week, Scott the next. And I I mean, I don't know. I, I'm I'm always up for trying things, so you know, we'll just kind of keep keep it going, see where it goes. Uh but uh, that's kind of that's kind of the thought process that we're gonna do. Uh, and I hope, Aaron, they had an unbelievable Veterans Day sale. We were getting them ready for it. But uh, uh, Jay Kelly and his group out there at uh, City Ranch Boot Company, wow, what a neat deal that was. And I walked away with, I bought an ostrich belt. I got a, I got a crocodile-skinned money clip. And, um, and again, as Terry Ann was telling us recently, uh, Jay's wife, there, none of these animals are uh, like fading out. Like I don't, I don't. They wouldn't do that. I mean, in case people are like Mosley, what are you doing? I, I think all the all the animal skins they're using are animals that are still a great variety of them all around uh, in the wild. All right, just in case some people are out there wondering. Uh, Aaron, let's continue. Um, part of me wants to talk cowboys. But part of me knows that we need to talk a lot of Baylor today. And uh, we're open to your text messages and your calls, 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Are you done? Are you done? Or is there a way we could we could try to try to preserve this thing? Is there a is there a path forward for Dave Aranda? That is next. Scott Drew and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. 
Baylor basketball back in action Tuesday in the Farrell Center. It's the back half of a women's men's doubleheader. 9 p.m. tip-off on Tuesday versus Kansas City. Baylor Bear basketball with Pat and John all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Keep your energy costs low. Seal your home or business with insulation from ProFoam Insulation. Whether you want spray foam insulation, retrofit insulation, blow-in insulation, or bat insulation, ProFoam Insulation is the team for the job. They can handle residential, commercial, and agricultural jobs. They're licensed and insured, offer free estimates, and lifetime warranties are also available. Family-owned and operated since 2017. ProFoam Insulation of Robinson, 254-640-1255, and ask for Matt. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They have financing options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m. And then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It is the Element Waco Hotel. And ask about our discounted rates for November and December. 
ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and dog kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Iconic. Intense. Historic. TCU and Baylor, the most played rivalry in Texas. A matchup filled with legendary plays and inspiring moments. A generational story written by students for students. For the 119th time, TCU takes on Baylor, establishing the Blue Bonnet Battle. There it is. The the Blue Bonnet Battle. (laughs) That's that's the uh, TCU release that. I guess Baylor did too. Uh, And uh, love that voiceover. And Aaron, this is starting to. I know Drake has has been very. I, does Cam join him? I I don't want Cam to be. Cam's got to be his own man. And if he and I don't want Drake leading him down every one of these rabbit holes. What what what? Uh, did, where did Cam stand on the on the blue bonnet battle, Aaron? They were both in agreement that they definitely did not like it. Okay. <laughs> I I got to say, Revivalry works on several levels because it was the, they, they revived it. They're both church schools. I mean, there's a lot that works with that, the Revivalry. I mean, there, was re, there wasn't a lot wrong with it. I, I didn't, I'm not saying I was like, you know, just blown away by it. But like Kendall Cout, who, night, I really, I like Kendall writes over there for Sikkim. Of course, anybody here, if, if anybody even thinks about coming on with us there and they get hired over there, <laughs> I can't, I mean, I, I, and you know, Drake used to be over there, but we, I'd say we stole him away. I'm not exactly sure how that worked, but um, <laughs> anyway, the, 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 uh, the blue bonnet bat, this is from Kendall Cout. One of the worst rivalry names I've ever heard. The revivalry has, was an excellent name. I mean, let's not act like all the. Re- I mean, the Iron Skillet is that like the greatest name ever for a. I mean, it's been around a long time, SMU and TCU, so it's kind of fun. Uh, I mean, the alliteration is good. Blue Bonnet Bowl. I don't. Neither school really has any other than we live in a state where that's like the state flower. Is that right? Y'all check me on that. Is that Aaron? Does that sound right to you? The blue. The blue bonnet is that the state flower? Yes, that's doesn't that correct. sound right to you? That's 100% like I, I think uh, uh, the you know um, Lady Bird would be appreciative. Lady Bird Johnson, the late great first first lady, uh, LBJ's wife. I mean, I you know she loved the flowers, the wildflowers, and she kind of was the forerunner to the "Don't mess with Texas." She the the beautification of our state. 
Ladybird kind of laid the foundation for that. Love a good blue bonnet. Every one of us has taken our kids or family, or when we were little, our parents made us pull off the side of the road and go climb out there in the blue bonnets. All right? Probably wasn't safe. Probably shouldn't have been pulling off busy highways to do that. But we did it. We did it. Um, Aaron, did you ever get out in the blue bonnets with oh, your absolutely. family? We, yes. we would, uh, my grandparents lived in Coppers Cove and mm-hmm. instead of driving the interstate, we would go through McGregor and Gatesville and there was always a couple of spots in that hour shade over an hour plus drive where yeah. there would be huge fields of blue bonnets and we would stop. Mm-hmm. Like the Simcoxes, I think settled in McGregor because of the blue bonnets out there. They just they just thought let's 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 settle right here. But the blue bonnet bowl, I don't know. I was talking to Steven. I don't think I got Steven's take on this thing. Steven's a big TCU guy, but we had a bunch of he Steven has jumped in with me on a lot of my podcasting stuff and has just done a tremendous job. Uh so we've been having a big time with all that. The blue bonnet bowl or battle. See, the blue. here's another confusing thing, what I just did. For years, the Blue Bonnet Bowl was played in Houston at the Astrodome. Baylor played in it in 83. We then played in it again, I think, in 86. Oh, man, for Christmas one year, Aaron, 83, Christmas morning, I get tickets, Oklahoma State, Baylor. Um, in the Blue Bonnet Bowl. That would have been Cody and Tom Mickey for Baylor. Aaron, who do you think was quarterback in the, uh, the old Pokes? Well, they probably would have had a freshman at the time by the name of Mike Gundy. <laughs> but something tells me it was Rusty Hilger, or Hilger, H-I-L-G-E-R. Somebody could double-check me on that one, all right? I have I have really bad lately short term memory, but long term memory is sort of surprisingly on point, and I think that's Rusty Hilger who would have been quarterbacking from them. And in my boyhood home, I mean, I, I don't make it sound like it's a museum or something. Uh, there's uh there's the Blue Bonnet Bowl poster, and it has the big time players from each school. And Aaron, that might have been about the time. Who do you think was playing at Oklahoma State, Aaron? Maybe that maybe Thurman. It might have been pre Barry. Uh Barry Sanders. I I it, it, I don't know. But boy, they had they had an unbelievable run of running backs right through there. But uh, anyway, Aaron the Blue Bonnet making fun. Here's one thing. At least if because I know Baylor sometimes Drake gets under Baylor's skin. At least he's talking about the blue bonnet battle and not trying to fire a coach. And and I'm sure he worked in some of that too. That was the next. But thing. I do, I do think that that's a t- that's a you got all the stuff swirling. What are you going to do? Are you going to keep this this coach? Are you are you going to make a change? And you got Mac and Dave Aranda on a blue bonnet battle call. On a booba. Now I said this via Twitter a little while ago. The 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 student government folks from TCU and Baylor were crazy impressive. Like I kept thinking, wait, who are these people? Like they were like young executives. And 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 and, and like 
if I had to run one of those things, Aaron, like, here's Coach Dykes. Here's Coach. First of all, I could never even turn the Zoom on. And these guys were like, uh, sir, if you'll take your mute off, you can ask a question. Now. Like, they were just perfect. Like, it was nothing for them. Um, so, anyway, I, I, I don't know exactly. Drake, I saw, was trying to say or kind of reporting that he'd heard that TCU really drove this thing, the Blue Bonnet battle. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, if, if we're going to give credit let, or blame or whatever, let's give it to the students because it seems like they really – they really push this thing through. Now, on a humorous note, and I see this from Jackson Posey, who does some stuff over for the Lariat. He works with my buddy Michael over there, uh, Michael Haig, and who's a sports editor over there. And uh, for for my man uh, Doug and that gang over there. But anyway, um, he said today, Aaron, Nikki Collin opened her press conference talking about the blue bonnet battle and she was quoted saying it doesn't sound real tough <laughs> i like that nikki collin decided to jump in the middle of this thing now again this stuff's more fun to talk about than what happened the other day bears go on the road where they perform pretty well the one place they seem to win games and uh, the game was over by the end of the first quarter, maybe by halfway through. They went down, scored, made it 7-7. You're thinking, hey, we're going to have some offense today. Going to be good. Going to be fun. And, and it was like 35-7 to before you could look up. And then there was a little moment where they kind of fought, hung in there a little bit, and got it to halftime, 35-13. And then Kansas State, I mean, Will Howard throwing touchdowns, running, doing anything they wanted. They great, you know, had a great running back, great receivers. That Senate, that kid number 34, like a tight end slash fullback, kind of an H-back. I mean, just incredible. And then early on, Aaron, they got a good running back. They got a couple of them, but the, the, the bigger guy that killed Baylor the other day, I think his name's Giddens. Um, first touchdown – they and, and again, I, I think there's a uh, when you have a defensive head coach, uh, I think there's a little bit sometimes of a of a, a like, hey, all these things are going wrong this year. It's the offense's fault. Oh, we got bad play calling. And maybe there is something to that. But you come out on defense and they literally ran a little. It wasn't even like a true wheel route like. You know, down it was just kind of like a little. Let's just throw it out in the flat. I guess it was a little wheel route the way he came out of that, and and it was like nobody even came close to covering him. I mean, I think Jones, the linebacker, maybe he was getting out there late, got caught up in something, but it it, it was it was just like a, a sign of things to come, and it's it's the same thing all year. Like literally, let's just dump it out here. And and the guy's going to run it in from about twenty yards out, untouched, untouched. So they're really bad on defense. Got some good young DBs. Baylor does, but really, really awful. And then really bad on offense. And you know we've been taken up for shaping, but he, you know, he's he's just 
I mean, it's just, here you go. Here you all go. Um, and then they're, they're trying to punt, and they can't even snap it back there. All right? So there's a there's a, a basically a walk-in touchdown there, and and then and then Shapen hands them one. I mean it, it's it's um it's a bad team, but but again, some of these folks and I and some of them are my friends want to tell you it's not hey it's not talent, it's not talent. Okay, what is it? I mean, so you, so really, <clears throat> we do we just have the worst coaches in the conference? Like what's going? If it's not, if it's not a talent issue, like what? A, what? A, what? A, we we just can't coach them up. We can't develop them. I mean, because I just keep hearing, man, they, the horses are in the barn. Uh, recruiting's all the same. Recruiting's basically the same as it was under rule. All right. Well, I'll tell you this: the administration doesn't think that. Administration doesn't think that. Tell you what they're about to do, whether or not they fire Aranda is go crazy on NIL. They recognize that Baylor hadn't been good enough in that area. You can blame it on who you want to blame it on. But there's about to be an enormous push, and all you guys listening, all our great friends and listeners and supporters of Baylor Athletics, you're going to get a call. They're coming after you too. It's not just like our huge donors, the Jeremy Fudges of the world, they're coming after you. Season ticket holders coming after you. What can you do? What can you chip in? What can you pay? What can you do? They're going to pass the plate, and they're going to raise a large, I mean, again, I'll just say the the, the basketball, because it's a smaller roster, has been more agile, and the football's been fine, but they haven't done a good job of publicizing it. Like, everybody on the team gets something. Like, they're doing okay, like, privately. Nobody knows what they're making, um, and nobody's been aggressive with it, and it's about to get quadrupled. Like the total number of NIL money is about to go go up. So that's all good news. Can you do that with the current coach? I mean, can you can you do it? Well, I mean, I think they'd love to. I think they'd love to find a way to bring back Coach Aranda. And I hear people saying, hey, why can't you be more like the Steelers? They don't fire a coach every time and cower. They kept cower through bad seasons. They kept Tomlin through bad seasons. Could you could you just stick with it and let him build this thing? I It's just harder and harder to do that in a modern-day college football. You go one in seven at home, your, your fan base is, like, checked out. Like, I, I mean, West Virginia – they literally may try to hire some seat fillers out there. I mean, it's just going to be hard to get anybody to come out to that. It's how bad it is. And we're in, and it's hard to go. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to fire all the coordinators to start over, but we're going to keep the head coach. I don't know. I love Dave. I'd love to see him keep his job. But I don't I don't know how you do it. I don't I don't know can you can you still do what you need to do in the NIL space? and keep this head coach? That is the question, and it's one I guarantee you Mac Rhodes is thinking through and figuring out how he's going to do this thing. All right, it's the Mosley Show. It's ESPN Central Texas. Uh Uh-oh, you know what time it is. And uh, I'm sure she had a big weekend. Uh, It is time for Stephanie's Sports Corner. That is next. 
This is ESPN Central Texas. 1424 Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over 20 years. 1424 Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. 1424 Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. 1424 Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. I'm Kyle Tumbleton, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota is ranked number one for the most reliable vehicles, with data compiled for more than 300,000 vehicles built between 2000 and 2022. If you're in search of a new vehicle, Jeff Hunter Toyota offers a full selection of new Toyota models, along with a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch witch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards. Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. 
Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is uh, Matt Mosley. We've been reacting to Baylor and that dud the other day in this dud of a season. All right, there's no way to... Now, we can talk about basketball. Basketball, uh, and we'll do that. Campus Confidential. Uh, The men came rolling up the board. Looking good, looking good. Now, Bryce and I are going to have a robust discussion about 4 o'clock. Bryce Cherry, Waco Trib. Uh, I'm also looking at the new trophy of the Blue Bonnet uh, battle, all right? And I, I kind of like this. I like the like the nature. I like the way it looks, like the way it sets up. So I, I may end up embracing the Blue Bonnet battle. But I'll tell you something else I embrace. Stephanie Sports Corner. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. The thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. This is Stephanie Sports Talk, brought to you by Advanced Leveling House and Foundation Repair, Everson Tractors, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby Land Management, and Myatt Fuels. And now, here's Stephanie. Oh, man, I like that. I There's more folks joining up as we go here. It's <laughs> just like I heard I got a, a new sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. That was kind of interesting. It popped in there all of a sudden. Yeah. During that, uh, boy, that epic lead-in <laughs> that is Stephanie Sports Corner. Um, and uh, always uh, always fun to have it. Stephanie, I hope you all had a great Veterans Weekend, Veterans Day. I know you uh, uh, are uh, really uh, spend a lot of time and uh, have a loved one, Scott, who's a former Marine. And I know you all are going to be celebrating him all weekend. Uh, I did want to get your take, though. On this uh, blue bonnet battle, we got a new trophy between Baylor and TCU, and um, I'll send you a picture of this, Stephanie, so you can take a look at the blue bonnet battle. But uh, how do you like the just the for a name? I mean, I don't really think there's a lot of like any either school has much to do with the blue bonnets, although I think there are some along 35, so maybe there's something some symmetry with that. Do you like the name? The no, I think, I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid. And I'm looking at a picture of the trophy, and it's all right. I mean, I don't know. I just don't care about those two schools being a rivalry. I mean, I always look forward to the Red Red River rivalry between OU and Texas. That was my thing growing up. And so I just don't get excited. Well, I'm not excited about Baylor this year, number one, for obvious reasons. Um TCU, I'm not excited about this year either. I mean, neither one of them have had a great season. So I guess I'm kind of like, yeah, let's see what happens next year. But today, I don't really care. <laughs> Aaron, can, like, we remind, can we 
Can we remind Stephanie before she starts pumping up the Red River? Like what this? Uh, I, I Stephanie, the thing is, it, it's it was a it had really become a unique and excellent rivalry. In fact, in both Baylor people, uh, and to this day, Baylor people, um, there, there's a there was a kind of a level of hatred that mm-hmm. came from the two head coaches that came down to the fan bases. It's not quite what it was. I think maybe if both teams can get good again, they could get it going again. Then I, I think it'll be great. You, then I think it'll be thing, great. This thing did get really good from about 2011 or 12 to 2016, and then it would have it would crop back up. Like one team, Baylor was good in 19 and 21. Mm-hmm. TCU was great last season. You know, it, it just you kind of it needs it's kind of like the Astros and Rangers. We finally needed them to be good at the same time, mm-hmm. and then it became like this was awesome, like that 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 whole ALCS was epic, uh, just incredible uh, pageantry and everything that was a part of that. Stephanie, what are you um, what are you bringing <laughs> to the table today? What's well, on your mind? Well, I came across this story. Um, it's kind of a feel good football story. Um, oh man! Because Emotional. you know, well, it's not. It's a good emotion though, because you know, mm. we've, you know, we've heard the news about Texas A and M, Michigan. You know, now we're talking about Baylor, TCU. So this is a high school football story. There's a senior. It's at Tahoma High School. You know, over in Washington, his name is Wyatt Burrow, and he has Down syndrome. Well, he has been the football team's team manager for four years. Tacoma? Are you Tacoma? Tacoma? Is it Tacoma? What did I say? Tacoma? Tacoma? Yeah, yeah. Out of, outside Seattle. Um, right. So his dream was to be able to put on a football suit and play football. Well, at his homecoming game this season, he was able to do that. So the head coach told his team that what they were going to do is after the kickoff – when they had the ball the first play, they were going to let Wyatt come in and take the ball down for a touchdown. Well, the head coach for the Tahoma High School called the opposing team, and they were all in it. So um, Wyatt got to put on his football suit, go out there and do the warm-ups with the jumping jacks and all that, and then he was able to lead the team out onto the field before the game. So after the kickoff, they put Wyatt in, and they handed the ball to him, and he ran down the field for a 45-yard touchdown. He was so excited. He spiked the ball. He was dancing in the field um, in the end zone, and both teams came out running. The crowd is going crazy. Everyone is just laughing, and his parents were on the sideline with tears in their eyes um, because, you know, when you have a kid with special needs, it's a lot. So to see, um, you know, Wyatt so happy – uh, it was it was kind of exciting. Well, the local TV station interviewed Wyatt and his mother, and Wyatt just said it was the best day of his life. And when they interviewed the coach, the coach said he never missed a practice. He never missed a game. He was always on time. Sometimes he was there way early, even before the players showed up, because he was just so excited. And he loved football. And the coach said he was an inspiration to the team and to others in the school, and that he broke down barriers that needed to be broken down and that he will always have a special place in the hearts of Tacoma High School. So um, I thought that was cool. And after the game, he got the game ball 
that both teams signed and then his own team signed his football helmet that he got to keep. So that is your lift me up football story for today. You know, love that kind of stuff. Appreciate you bringing that to our attention. My local high school team where my daughter cheers has um, someone on the sideline that's always with the head coach, kind of helping him out. That's a special needs uh, guy that, man, he you cannot. I mean, the, the, the joy and the way he presents himself on game days. Uh, I mean, he's he's the, he brings a ton of emotion to the sideline mm-hmm. and has become a very valuable member of that coaching staff. And there's another special needs guy that uh, was there back in the, oh, I don't know, uh, late 80s or something at this high school, and he still comes and and participates and is down the sideline. So That's I think cool. those kinds of things uh, do have a huge impact. In fact, Baylor years ago, and somebody will probably remember this uh, this guy's uh, name, but had a uh, uh, someone with Down syndrome, and he was down on the sideline for years, and I mean, just was uh, the the team loved him. He was an mm-hmm. enormous part mm-hmm. of the Baylor team, and that goes all the way back. Oh gosh, a good long while, maybe even back to the Taft years. But I do remember seeing that and thinking how special that was, and. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, uh, you know, I, you know yeah. how my heart is about kids with special needs. Cause mm-hmm. I have a nephew who, um, I guess he's eight years old now and he has down syndrome and then his older brother trip, he's actually the quarterback for Laga Vista high school. Um, and you know, they're in the playoffs. And so river wants to be, he told me a sportscaster. He wants to do play by play. So he practices, he'll video the, um, the games when his brother's throwing the ball and he will literally sit there and he'll do the play-by-play so it's actually pretty cute um so you know don't forget about your special need kids and um if you know someone like that you know remember them mm-hmm. um because as parents it's, it's hard it's hard but boy do they bring life and uh happiness to your life you know if you have Absolutely. one a part of it so anyways i thought that was cool and just wanted <clears throat> to share you. that thank you Thank you. I tell you that the uh, I like it when you bring us that kind of inspiration on a daily basis. Some people kind of think of you as the Zig Ziglar of our station. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I got a trophy and uh, all. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, Steph. I'll talk right. to you soon. All right, sounds good. Stephanie Sports Corner, another one in the books. Do it every day. Oh, right around three forty-five. Um, next though, Bryce and I are going to have Bryce Cherry, sports editor at the Waco Trib, going to have a pretty serious discussion about what may happen at Baylor, what we're, what we're seeing and, uh, just kind of our reactions. Okay. Two longtime journalists chopping it up. That is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. 
Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Hey, neighbor, I saw your license plate. Welcome to Texas. Thanks. I'm going to need a bigger mower for this lawn. Seems like everything's bigger here. (laughs) It sure is. And we're saving up for a big pool. Well, then you're going to need a high-yield CD from EECU. They have a 5.5% APY on a nine-month CD. (laughs) 5.5%? That is big. Yep, we've done our banking with EECU for years, and we opened a CD just last week. It was fast and easy to open online. Just call 800-333-9934 or go to eecu.org slash high-yield and open your CD in under five minutes. Wow. What'd you call them? EECU? <laughs> That's right. They've been helping Texans grow their savings for over 85 years. You can't go wrong with EECU and a 5.5% APY, but hurry, go to eecu.org slash high yield today because it's a limited time offer. Thanks for the tip. Hey, uh, you don't know any good fishing spots, do you? Federally insured by NCUA. APY is annual percentage yield. $2,500 minimum deposit required from an external source. Membership requirements apply. For additional terms and conditions, call 800-333-9934. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Let nothing stand between you and the tree stand with this great offer on the fast, durable Kubota Sidekick. Featuring a gas-powered engine that delivers a top speed of 40 miles per hour, outstanding acceleration and handling with cargo, and a two-year, 1,000-hour warranty. Get the Sidekick now for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months, or save $500. Now through December 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Here's another remarkable success story from QC Kinetics. This one from Chad, who hurt his knee at the gym one day, and it just kept on hurting for months. From my high school football and wrestling days, I already had a little bit of damage in there, but this just sent it over the edge. Chad tried traditional treatments with no improvement. When he turned to the non-surgical regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. It was really fascinating how they did their work, and the science behind it was very intriguing, and it works. Extracting the cure out of my own body blew my mind. It's like I'm brand new again. It was fantastic. That's because the QC Kinetics natural biologic treatments use your body's own healing power to restore damaged tissue in your hips, shoulders, back, and knees, providing long-lasting relief. Now I'm back at the gym. I'm 100% feeling great. If you're tired of suffering with pain from arthritis or injury, call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley. 
Euro stepping through a uh, Monday afternoon. Kind of dreary, kind of dreary out. Bryce Cherry, he's do he does the Euro step, and uh, he's excited about his Houston Texans. Astros, the year did not end as he'd hoped. Sees the Rangers win a world title, but the Texans kind of have a little something going here. And uh, Bryce, welcome to the show. I noticed you had a Euro step. You you go you retweet, and then later you referred to a Euro step in that Baylor game. Somebody, I'll have to look Ooh. back here. Somebody made a Euro step on their way to a layup, and you uh, yeah. you mentioned it. So lots of Euro steps yesterday. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I guess blame Manu Ginobili. He he's the one that kind of uh popularized it so yeah uh it's it's a thing it's everywhere yeah and uh you were watching the running bulldogs i did not like seeing gardner webb hang around as long as they did although it's not all bad get a little challenge and then put them away down the stretch but that was uh that was uh good to see eve misi uh bryce we've never seen anyone We've seen good big men at Baylor. We haven't seen a freshman come in and look like this. Like, it just doesn't yeah. happen. We've seen great freshmen, even late lately with Keontae and even Jacoby. But I'm talking about a freshman big. This is a different animal. And they can't, right now, they can't even get Everyday John on the court. I mean, I thought Scott's answer last night, I mean, it was honest. And I was kind of like taken aback by it that, that you know, basically said Everyday John is like a, a player coach now. He's emerged as a great leader. But I mean, I basically, I think he's saying right now they can't really get him on the court. Yeah, because obviously, uh, Meese's doing what he's doing. And then uh, you got uh, Josh O. John Wuna, or as we call him, Old John Werner. Uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> those two guys are doing a pretty good job as a as a center platoon there, and um, yeah, you're right about Eve. I mean, he's on a different level. <laughs> uh, I mean, they throw an alley oop pass to him three seconds into the game. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Uh, I called him a highlight waiting to happen. I think I also called him uh, the world's tallest energy drink. Um, yeah, he's just, he's fun, dude. I mean, uh, and absolutely. I was talking with old John Warner at lunch recently, uh, and was saying, you know, can you remember a, a big man like this? And we were, we were struggling to come up with anybody that, I mean, obviously Isaiah Austin was a good big man as a freshman and, and, um, but he was a very different kind of player than Eve is. Eve's got that, that bounce and that athleticism and, uh, you know, just the shot blocking. He challenges everything. Um, it's, it's a different uh, animal, but, I mean, it actually brought back like sort of Brittany Griner vibes to me, just the way he challenges shots and stuff. Uh, he's, he's got that kind of uh, otherworldly shot blocking potential, I think, for Baylor. And then, you know, the dunks, man. I mean, he's just, uh, you know, he had five buckets yesterday and four of them were on alley-oop dunks. So uh, he's going to be a, a favorite, I think, on SportsCenter. Um, and then, you know, obviously he's going to have some more developing that he has to do. Uh, they got it to him in the post one time and he tried a kind of a little 
pivot, jump hook, and and missed. And so, I mean, I think you know, in terms of uh, post moves, he's he's you know going to have uh, some work to do. Um, but as a rim runner, he's he's there already. Yeah. As much as I love Flo, he's already even skill wise, block shot wise, everything. He he's just so far ahead of him skill wise. And Flo had a great career. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, this guy is amazing. Fifty nine twenty five, the Bears lose on the road to K State. I is there a way you bring Dave Arenda back? Is there any? I mean, I feel like you're like me. You've tried to paint scenarios for how to do it although the thing i keep coming back to is one in if they go one in seven at home i mean that's just that's disastrous that that's just kind of i mean that really does take you back to the kevin Steele, dave roberts i mean that that's you know it's just pitiful uh and i couldn't believe they were having to do the whole blue bonnet battle thing today mac and dave in the midst of all these coaches getting fired and not knowing what Aranda's status is going to be. Uh, hey, let's have a, a Zoom call where we celebrate this new trophy. And and I'll I'll ask you about that in a minute because I know I don't think you love it. I don't quite understand it myself. Although I kind of like those student government people just coming up with stuff and pushing it through. I kind of admire that. Um, but this, I mean. Is there? A, how do you bring Oranda back? Like, how? What's the argument you make? Because I kind of think I know what they're trying to get ready to do, which is an enormous NIL push. Which some people will say, why are they just now doing it? Well, you know, because now they have fallen apart and they have to do it, right? But right. I I don't know how you bring him back. I want him well, back because I like the guy a lot. But I'm just saying, you go one and seven at home, everybody gets fired generally. It's a tough sell. There's there's no question that it's going to be a tough sell to the fan base. That said, I do feel like, uh, and I don't want to, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but I I don't think Mac Rhodes cares what, you know, the Baylor fans think. And and what I mean by that is he's going to make up his own mind on this. And uh, I don't think that. Um, Mac wants to get rid of Dave. Uh, now, so so to me, that's the path back. Uh, absolutely, you're going to have to see some cleaning of the house if he does come back uh, from a coordinator standpoint. I, I mean, I think we all can see the writing on the wall that um, if Dave is back, that, that Jeff Grimes will not be back. Um, that Baylor offense has been terrible. Defense hasn't been a lot better. And then, you know, you do have, if you want to, like, search for excuses, I guess, is, you know, is what we would be doing here. Uh, the youth is a thing. I mean, there's no question that they're playing an abundance of young, you know, guys, freshmen and sophomores. Um at this point, you'd like them to be playing a lot better than they are. Um, but, I mean, that, that I think, has contributed to what we've seen on the field this year. But, uh, I, I mean, obviously, if you do bring him back, I mean, they're going to have to win and and probably win fairly big next year. 
Yeah, and it's hard to see it happening. It's hard to, you know, you see Jimbo get fired, $78 million. What do you think Dave's would be? I was trying to do that in my head. He probably has about five years left on that new deal. It was a long-term deal that they did after the 21 season. Um, I have to think it's like six or seven mil a season. So, in a sense... And, and, of course, he would get a defensive coordinator job immediately, and it would off, so that would offset it by as much as – because I bet there are offsets, unlike Jimbo's. I bet he has offsets, mm. right. which would help Baylor by almost as much as half per year if he gets it. So, I mean, Baylor can't do what A&M does and, and be just paying off $78 million and just crazy stuff like that, but they can come up with the money – if they need to, but the hard part is you got to go find a whole new staff, and 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 I don't know what exactly that would look like. I mean, A and M can is is coming from a different pool than Baylor would. Not that Baylor couldn't get a good one, right? But they're but A and M's like starting at well, we'll pay you eleven or twelve million, Lanning or whoever comes here. We'll go, you know they they've shown they're gonna and they may be wrong about it, but I, I again I don't yeah I just don't know how they do it. I don't know. I don't know how you go one and seven at home, and you bring back the same guy. I, on the other hand, I like him, and I, in the old school way of doing things, is to let people go through some bad years, and you know Grant had his ups and downs. I mean, you know, you used to kind of stick with people, but that's just not the world we live in. Like, how do you fire up the NIL based on what we just saw? Like, you know, yeah, yeah I, I don't. I don't, I don't know it's how people are going to be excited about giving to this. It's a great question, and, uh, and you're right. I, I think it's a, it's a problem. Um, so, I mean, it's, you know, it's something that Mac Rhodes is going to have to work through for sure. And, um, you know, I, I wrote earlier in the year kind of a, a, a column where I gave Dave sort of a very shaky vote of confidence. Obviously, they've uh, haven't done much since that. Uh, since I wrote that. Um, and, uh, you know, again, I, I think um, in talking with Mac, I mean, I don't, I don't think it, he, he really wants to pull the plug, but you're right. His hands may end up being tied. And so we'll see how it all goes. I mean, I do understand like, you know, you're talking about Jimbo, the timing of, of why the, a&M did it when they did it because nowadays with a December signing date, you know, you do see a, a few more in-season firings because, yes. uh, because, you know, they have to get the ball rolling when it comes to recruiting because it comes so early. So, uh, you know, if, if you are Baylor and you are going to pull that plug, you know, might as well be sooner than later. All right, and the Blue Bonnet Battle Trophy, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sensing you're totally on board with that. So um, I've got a column written that I'm writing for tomorrow. Uh, it's kind of a notes column, just about different things, Jimbo, and uh, and yes, the Blue Bonnet Battle. And uh, yeah, I just basically called it like I see it, and I said, it's lame. It's a, it's a really lame name. I mean, I'm sorry, student governments, 
but uh, that's the best you could do. I would say reconvene and come up with something better. I do actually come up with some stuff in my column. I'll, I'll share a few with you, but, you know, like how about the I-35 collision? I mean, you know, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> hey, that's I, I've had one of those. That's a little too on the nose for some of us. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of different ways you can uh-huh. go. But uh, Blue Bonnet Battle, and I thought it was so funny. Uh, I asked Dave about it, and, of course, he was, you know, he was sort of political, as you know, as you would expect. Uh, but, he, I mean, he talked about being on the Zoom and seeing all the enthusiasm and uh, passion of the kids that were on there and how that really fired him up. And then eventually he got around to the name, which I'd asked him about. And, uh, and <laughs> he could not stop smiling for one thing, uh, which you could just see the tongue in cheek and, and basically just said, yeah, you know, uh, I drive on 35, just like you guys do. It's, uh, it's very beautiful. Uh, he said, it's, interesting for it to be associated with football (laughs) (laughs) interesting was the word he chose (laughs) yeah yeah uh boy that i jumped on there for a little bit just to kind of see what was going on it was a zoom i really didn't i didn't really have because it it didn't seem like the proper time to start getting in with mac or dave about the you know the state of the football program but the whole thing was just kind of strange timing on all of it and um and that was that was uh also funny to see coach colin come out and say uh let's see during her press conference today uh ask about the blue bonnet battle said it doesn't sound real tough (laughs) (laughs) well look i'm i'm from from blue bonnet country and and even yeah. I say it's lame, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It just doesn't sound like a, a like a football game. But you know, whatever. I mean, uh, I don't think Baylor and TCU fans are going to be calling it that. No, not at all. Now, what about this uh, volleyball? I got kind of excited about the Crawford situation, but any mm-hmm. of the, any of this by district football as we get in the area around, which of these teams do you? sense right now is is kind of gearing up for a long run i hated to see you know some of our schools aren't going to be around with us this postseason like normal like a crawford in football crawford volleyball is awesome um any of these teams uh i I was looking at uh let's see valley mills um and then uh that the ending uh the 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 end of axel's perfect season i mean there were some really interesting things that happened uh, this past weekend what's what's got your attention right now of these local schools i would say you know the, the usual suspects are the ones that have the staying power uh and that would be teams like um well i started to say china spring i mean china spring had a little bit more of a tussle than you would, might expect in in the first round that said they do have the experience of having won it two years in a row and they have, you know, the best quarterback in Central Texas in Cash McCollum. I mean, he's got 40-some-odd 40, 40 touchdown passes, like three interceptions on the season. Uh, North Texas got a good one there. Um, Lorena is another one that I think is building uh, as the season has progressed. And I think, you know, the Leopards are going to be a tough out for anyone. 
they they opened a lot of eyes when they beat Franklin, you know, earlier in the in the season. Um, and then Mart. I mean, how can you not you know put Mart up there? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a machine, and you know, I I think probably haven't been talked about enough this season. Uh, highly motivated, I would say, given the way last year ended, getting to the state game and losing. So, yeah, you know, I I think those are the the usual suspects. But you mentioned some other teams like uh, Valley Mills that really mm-hmm. uh, was a, was kind of a surprise. I mean, I say it was a surprise. So DJ Chad and I all picked Axel to win. That said, we talked them. We talked up Valley Mills on our podcast last week and said that this this was going to be a really good game. And um, and I, I like what Coach Featherston's doing out there with it, Valley Mills. They're they're peaking at the right time. So uh, that was a good win for the Eagles. Maybe maybe their best football win since the days of Donnie Sadler. How about that? Ooh, whoa, that is big. Teague, I thought Teague had a real breakthrough. That ended up being quite a game, 29-27. Kind of had my eye on that one. I always like the Waco Trib headlines, too. You're probably behind some of that. You you can't resist, like, if somebody has a Apple Springs or whoever that is, You have it has to be so-and-so chops down Apple Springs. Yeah. So that is not lost on me. Somebody's back there having fun with the headlines, and so I – I always appreciate that, Bryce. I I want you to embrace this uh this uh this blue bonnet deal. I'm kind of I'm trying to kind of rally the troops a little bit, uh, and uh, I think I'm going to get on board the blue bonnet battle. It's got a little it's got a good sound to it. It really it, it got good alliteration. So this is I, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to jump on board. But I appreciate uh, appreciate the time. Uh, I'm kind of like Dave Aranda. Appreciate the question, Bryce. <laughs> All right, Matt. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I think you could probably go down to Spice Village and get one of those Blue Bonded Battle trophies and, uh, you know, put it on your wall and say live, laugh, love on it and look real nice. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that over by Nymphas? Is that Spice? Yeah, is that what that yeah. is? Yeah. <laughs> All kinds of trinkets and treasures in there yeah yeah i prefer a place called cracker barrel for my trinkets all right (laughs) spice (laughs) i don't want to go to the spice village all right there's another place down the way a little uh oh what is it crickets and then there's another place down there boy if it's about 1 or 30 in the morning you talk about a dark place but there's some bar over there and they'll try to sell you some pickle shots or something. I had to explain to well, them. Hey, I'm just that, uh, that's where the Waco Trib is located. Where above? Oh right? yeah, yeah. I I literally was over there. It's called Trojan something. I, I I was over there looking. I literally was asking them if they would make me a ham sandwich one night, and they were like, "We don't. Sorry, we don't have any food. We do have pickle shots." <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Bryce. I'll talk all to you right. soon. Okay. Yeah. All my best. Bryce Cherry, sports editor, the Waco Trib. Oh, there he goes. And uh, always good to visit with him. Um, Now, we got Campus Confidential coming up, the latest on the Michigan scandal. But real quick, we'll uh, bring up to date on some Cowboys stuff. We'll do that next. 
Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. It's a top 20 women's basketball matchup in the Farrell Center Tuesday as Baylor hosts Utah. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Tuesday. Tune into Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Did you know now's a great time to let Jeff on our Toyota put you in a new or used vehicle? I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff on our Toyota, and you can choose from many makes and models, all priced to fit any budget. We also have a state-of-the-art service and body shop and a full-line parts department with factory-trained Toyota specialists. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktail open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards, Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers live from Bank of America Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at MyTotalOffice.com. Go Wildcats! 
This is Chuck Luco, president of All County Surveying in Temple, THS class of 1978. Greatest of the great. We are proud of our team at ACS. We're celebrating 35 years right here in Temple. We're also proud of the Temple Wildcat football team. Football is way more than just a game. It teaches young people about life. Let's go to state, cats. Go Wildcats. Road trip. Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. On a Monday afternoon, it's a victory Monday for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, we will have uh, some moments coming up where uh, where you'll hear an exchange. I had with uh, Jerry Jones involving Dak Prescott. And, uh, Aaron, let me know if we can do that here in a minute or we can do it in the five, whatever you prefer. But um, I, I, uh, uh, we got Campus Confidential coming up at 440. And uh, we'll, we'll go over a lot of things, including the new Blue Bonnet Battle, a new trophy between Baylor and TCU. This has been rolled out by the two respective student government organizations. Uh, I think the easy thing to do is to always be, you know, say this is horrible. I blue bonnet battle kind of like the sound of it. I don't totally understand the blue bonnet part of it, other than it's our state flower. Doesn't really have anything to do with either school. Baylor did go to the blue bonnet bowl twice in the eighties. Somebody sent me the name of a novel that was about a blue bonnet. That they thought might have something to do with it, a rivalry. It sounds more like a romance. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. But the uh, uh, the Bears. Uh, we'll have more on that. You'll hear from Dave Aranda coming up at about five twenty today. We're going to let you hear his news conference. We'll react to it along the way. And um, I mean, he knows. He knows he, he's a he's a he's an interesting guy because while he was extremely down and called it rock bottom the other day, I mean he's also kind of got this otherworldly ability to kind of put things in perspective. And he was kind of joking today about it being Christmas time with the commercials where the cars show up in a bow, and and he knows that's the time when coaches are going to start getting fired. Like he he. he most coaches that might be on the verge of getting fired wouldn't be making those jokes, and it, I don't even think it occurs to him not to make it. Like, he's just kind of, I, I, again, part of the reason I would hate for him to get fired is because I've enjoyed having him around, and I think he's a wise guy, you know, wise person, and um, he's, a, and he's a good coach. He really is a, a, a extremely good gifted X's and O's man can he lead this team 
Uh, I don't know. Right now, the verdict's out. They've had a bad year, and it's gotten uglier and uglier. I'll tell you who's not uh, ugly right now, Dallas Cowboys. They're beating up on bad teams, but what are you going to do? you got, you got to do that. You can't, you can, you know, otherwise we'd be on them for screwing around and not putting teams away. I mean, they did to the Giants what Kansas State did to the Baylor Bears. They just turned out the lights on them almost immediately. They had Tommy DeVito going, the Giants did, and poor Tommy was having to go from his own end zone, and the Cowboys just went out there, made plays. Bland had another great interception, uh, lots of sacks. All the way around, everybody was getting home. I think they had five sacks, like five different people. Um, uh, uh, Lawrence had one. I thought Sam Williams played really well. I think Dante Fowler had a sack. But they're they're just they're doing some really good things. They have elevated a guy named Rashawn Evans, and I, uh, I mean, he just he Rashawn was up there like against the run game. Just lay in the wood. He just got brought up from the practice squad. I mean, I, I think I remember him at Alabama or somewhere like that. But good player. Offense, it, Dak's in a great place. And uh, and at some point, we will play this for you. The uh, uh, I had a chance to talk to Jerry yesterday. And it's really uh, kind of interesting because Jerry, I mean, I, this is about as excited as he's ever been about da- uh, about Dak. And what we've seen happen is their whole plan has changed. They wanted to run the ball this season, uh, not lean too much on Dak, let him kind of manage the team and lean on the defense. Instead, I mean, still hoping to lean on the defense, but they're throwing the ball like crazy. And Dak, after going many, many games with like not even throwing for 300 yards, is suddenly throwing for like 400 yards on a weekly basis. He's throwing on the run. He's accurate, making beautiful throws, and they got Brandon Cooks involved in a huge way. Um, I mean, Cooks, great routes, um, made himself available. He has not really been a big part of the offense. And then right now, um, C.D. Lamb is playing like the best receiver in the game, and he's talking like it too. I mean, after the game, he basically said, hey, um, it's, this is not about like, you know, I'm, ha- I'm going through a great time or period or right now. He's like, I'm the best, I'm the best receiver in the game. And if you don't believe that, come watch next week. I'll do it again next week. Um, since the 49ers game where he hung his head and got frustrated and pouted, he has come back with a vengeance and he became the first person in the history of the league to have three straight games with over 150 yards receiving and I think at least one touchdown. Like, nobody's ever done it. I mean, there are other receivers who are putting up crazy numbers, Tyreek Hill being one of those. He's ahead of him on pace for as far as yardage is concerned, but he's not that far off. It's like, I don't know, 80 yards off right now from Tyreek Hill, who's having one of the greatest years in NFL history. I mean, this is unbelievable to watch. And then Gallup got going. They had somebody out there, Aaron, running around like Jalen Brooks was making some catches. Uh, uh, Gallup was kind of a a no-man's land for a little bit there, and then they got him going yesterday. 
And he made some great plays and made some contested catches. Had a 41-yard touchdown catch. Giants are horrible. I mean, they really are. But you still have to go out there in the NFL and and put the beat down on these teams. The total, um, the cumulative score now against the Giants this year, 89-17. to 89-17. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. I think the offensive line is playing really well, and I think they've found a nice balance for Tyron Smith. Not to practice. We had the story um, from uh, Michael Gelkin was on with us the other day. It's like that initial punch he delivers. It's like a, it's a crippling type deal. It's a, it's a, it's a massive punch. It's usually initiated with the, with the left. It's the left arm first, the left hand, and then he comes with the right hand. And then once he has his hands on you, you're done. I mean, Tyron Smith and and uh, Tyler Smith over on the left side are a problem right now for opposing teams. They look good, and they're not even having. I mean, Dowd will look good. I mean, I this team. You, we always thought Pollard would take over. Everybody begged for Pollard to be the guy. Pollard is at best when he's a complimentary type player. I mean, maybe he'll end up this year with fresh legs being great. But right now, he's better kind of as a change pace guy. Dowdle runs, gets behind his pads, has some good speed, will run over people. Dowdle has been a revelation. He's good. He's good. But right now, they are throwing the ball to run it. They're having to throw it open, and they're doing it fine. And Dak looks great. He looks tremendous, and we'll uh, we'll share some uh, uh, of this as we get later into the program. Uh, we'll uh, we'll share some of Jerry's comments on that front. Now, uh, very interesting stuff going on uh, with Baylor, Michigan. The other day, they did not get their injunction in time. We were wondering that morning there was a hearing that was going to take place. It did not. They've put it off, and then we'll see if they get their temporary restraining order uh, that would allow, um, I mean, it's, a, it's an injunction which would allow uh, him to go coach next weekend. We'll see if it happens. They're desperate to try to get him back for that Ohio State game. Um, they did fine without him, and then their assistant, their interim, went out and cussed up a storm. I mean, we just went out and, um, I mean, it was a, it was a crazy scene. Uh, but, uh, but anyway, wild times in college football. Let's do the, uh, let's do some Campus Confidential. Let's do it next. Go Cowboys! This is Dallas Cowboys football 2023. Prescott in the gum. Here comes Lamb in motion. Only heard here. He goes in the left lane. Ferguson wide open at the three. All season. And bangs his way in for the Cowboys touchdown. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers. Live from Bank of America Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. It's the Cowboys and the Panthers. Sunday starting with the pregame at 11 here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Where's your pain? Is it in your knees, hips, your back? Don't let it sideline you any longer. And don't let them tell you surgery is the only option. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, talking about QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. Get started now. So you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. Again, no drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 254-415-4100. Again, 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. 4100. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. 
Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. All right, uh, it is Campus Confidential, and uh, it's uh, I'm, I'm hearing from all kinds of people weighing in on the uh, Blue Bonnet Bowl the, or the Blue Bonnet Battle. And I, I somebody else uh, tweeted to me, Aaron, let's see who this was. Oh, dang it, now I lost it. Oh, Janie K saying what popped into my head was the Blue Bonnet Bowl games. It was a pretty big deal when I was very young. I'm the same way. It was uh, 83, 86. I remember Christmas morn. I'm like 9 or 10 years old, 83, and uh, Blue Bonnet Bowl tickets arrive. Whoa, whoa. Oklahoma State versus Baylor at the Astrodome. And then in 86... I think they might have played uh, one of those bowl games was against Colorado. That might have been the Blue Bonnet Bowl. I think Colorado came to Houston for that thing. But now it's the Blue Bonnet Battle. Baylor and TCU. And uh, everybody put on a brave face and went out there and talked about it. Thank you to our student government, uh, Baylor student government, for pushing this through. I, I you know, people that want to try things like this got no issue with it. Everybody hates everything. That's the way we're all wired to be these days. Oh, I hate this. Oh, I hate change. I hate this. Oh, I hate this color. I hate this color combination. I mean, you know, I guess some point we ought to just try to like something. Uh, Eric, continue, please, uh, or start us off in Campus Confidential. We will start. With the Michigan debacle, Michigan coach Jim Harbaugh said today he plans to attend a court hearing Friday where a judge will hear arguments on whether to grant a restraining order that would nullify the Big Ten's three-game suspension of the coach. Harbaugh said, quote, I'm not looking for special treatment, not looking for a popularity contest, just looking for the merit of what the case is. Because, sure, he has no idea. Yeah. Yeah, and and so we'll see – you know, when he gets to come back, if it really is the three games. I think once – Aaron, when is the hearing happening? Are they, Is there going to be put some ruling next Friday for this next game? Does that sound right? I feel like they're going to they're gonna be able to get – obviously, one of the things Michigan was mad about was the timing of it being a, 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 a government holiday when they imposed the, the – uh, the sanctions and boy, a lot of people are acting like Petiti has really done wrong. Like he is, he has set some kind of horrible precedent. I mean, I also think it's horrible precedent to be trying this elaborate cheating scandal that Michigan has tried. That's not great precedent either. But uh, Aaron, does it does it have have we seen the latest on when that little. Uh, when that hearing, we talked so much about it over the weekend. When is that thing actually happening? It's Friday. That's where he's going to talk. At. For, oh, that he's going to talk after that. I got you. At the hearing. No, you. at the hearing. At the, the, oh, he's going to appear. Okay. So Ward Manual, 
Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, Aaron. I, I may have been taking a peek because I now have in front of me the bookmaker thoughts on Texas A&M's next head coach. All right, so that that is what Aaron was letting us know. Friday, Harbaugh will be there, and he'll state his case. And I kind of think with the venue and who's involved, this will be – he'll get to coach these next two games. I think they'll – I think they will grant – the stay and then uh and then they'll set up a hearing for a couple of weeks away and we'll see where it goes from there the only problem is if he'll he doesn't want to mess with not being there for the big 10 title game and the cfp so there might be some thought hey get these things served and then you can coach in the games that matter the most what they desperately want to have happen is to have him against Ohio State. Now, Aaron, I thought I would um, – I know we'll get to the uh, Jimbo Fisher. I uh, I love the payment plan here, okay? And you probably have that, Aaron, so I'll let you do the Jimbo stuff. But the I have the, the, the payouts until 2031 for Jimbo. That is fun. The next Texas A&M – Full-time head coach Aaron, uh, five to one. the The best odds, Lane Kiffin. <laughs> Second best odds, six to one, Dan Lanning from Oregon. Seven to one. This is tied. The Duke coach Mike Elko, and the Florida State coach Mike Norvell. Wouldn't that be funny, Aaron? Replace Jimbo with another coach from Florida State. <laughs> now, two coaches tied at 10-1. to 1. UTSA's own Jeff Trailer and Washington's Kalen DeBoer. Both great coaches. The, uh, let me, I'm going to see the weirdest one to me. Sonny Dykes, by the way, from TCU. Is fourteen to one the same as Cliff Kingsbury? Boy, that would be a a weak sauce hire to bring in Cliff. I mean, you might get some offensive excitement, but man, you really want a, a guy couldn't win in his alma mater, got fired, then got hired as a head coach in the NFL, zeroed out there. That's who you want to hire. Okay, best of luck to you. Deion Sanders is twenty to one, and then. Um, Urban Meyer, 20 to 1, and this is my favorite, Aaron. Okay, at 50 to 1, Bill Belichick and Jim Harbaugh, both at 50 to 1. <laughs> God, that would be the greatest if they went and hired Harbaugh. <laughs> that would be so great if they somehow rolled in with Harbaugh under fire. And hired him to the old SEC, and they'd say, you know what? Here, we've all cheated forever, and we don't turn each other in. Come enjoy yourself, Jim. There are no rules here. Um, All right, Aaron, continue, and feel free to go with more Jimbo because we we can't do enough on that today. Texas A&M Athletic Director Ross Bjork last night said it was his decision to fire Jimbo Fisher and said that the biggest reason was the program was, quote, stuck in neutral. 
York City call interim Texas A&M President General Mark Welsh after the Aggies lost to Ole Miss on November 4th. He said, quote, the assessment I delivered was that we are not reaching our full potential. We're not in the championship conversation. Something was not quite right about our direction or the plan. And you mentioned how much money they owe him. I'll let you give the yearlies because it's a lot. But it's $76 million is what Texas A&M owes him. And $19.2 million is due within 60 days. Yeah, that that's a that's the big one, Aaron. You're right. Um, and I, I, I was going to see if I could pull that up again. <coughs> that's a big number that is happening soon. And the then, yeah. 7.2 annually through 2031. So he's getting the Bobby Bonilla uh-huh. contract. A little shorter, but <laughs> he's going to get a lot of money for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, Bobby gets a nice check every year, but but this one is uh, um, God, this one is really, really something. The seven point one million happens all the way as Aaron was just talking about um, two thousand thirty one, uh, and then and then that that how much millions you say? In the next 60 days, how much was that? 19, 19 something? Yeah, 19.1 or 19.2. I mean, that's the crazy part. That number right there would qualify as one of the bigger buyouts of the past 10 years. I mean, that would be a top five or top 10 buyout, just the 19 million. Yes. Now, but you know, when Bryles. Uh, was fired. They he ended up getting somewhere in the neighborhood of fifteen to twenty-five million dollars. I mean, he got a lot of his. And a lot of times, if you fire for cause, they'll try not to pay you. And he got fired, and yet he ended up getting an enormous amount of his contract. I think he got twenty. Somebody will know that off the top of their head, but I think he got $25 million um, uh, in his uh, – but, yeah, but, of course, he can't – he basically can't ever coach again. So uh, Jimbo and others will – and, like, if Aranda got fired – I mean, Aranda's probably making – we don't know because it's Baylor and they don't – it's private school. We don't know for sure. But Aranda's probably making somewhere in the six to seven million dollars a year range. Aaron, he he could go get a defensive coordinator job right now, and would and would be and would make two to three million easy. He would oh, make absolutely. two to three million dollars. So that is one thing Baylor can be thinking about. Is I do think his contract probably has some offset language. Most every contract does. Like Jimmy Sexton wrote a contract for Jimbo that all the A&M people had to be drunk. And I, I think it, part of it came down to, yeah, some of it's Ross Bjork, their, uh, uh, or Bork, their uh, AD. But some of it was just John Sharp, who's their chancellor, is just, he he wanted... He was real big in getting uh, Jimbo there, and he just didn't care. Like, money was just like, whatever. Just pay him whatever, sign whatever. 
and uh, and that's again that's uh, that that should scare you because uh, I mean he's a longtime former politician, uh, and uh, but he's a guy that just these politicians. Hans did it at Texas Tech. John Sharp does it at A and M. They love dabbling in athletics, like they're they're supposed to be more like academics. They're supposed to be over there on that side, and yet if given a chance, he basically is the AD. If if given an opportunity, he'll just stomp all over the AD, and then Ross Bjork has to come out and take all the you know he's got egg all over his face. All right, Aaron, continue, sir. Jimbo, not the only SEC coach fired. His opponent in Saturday's game was also fired. Mississippi State announced today that it had fired head coach Zach Arnett after just one season. Arnett had served as the Bulldogs' defensive coordinator for three seasons. He was promoted to head coach last December after the sudden death of Mike Leach. Mississippi State has lost six of his past eight games and is coming off that 51-10 to 10 loss to Texas A&M, which, as we just talked about, just fired their head coach, Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. You know, if, if you have some awful thing happen, like Leach dying, and you decide to let this guy be your head coach, I, I don't really understand how, how in the world you can't, like, give him a little bit of a chance. I mean, even if they fired Dave Aranda – you could at least say, well, he has had four seasons. You know, I mean, I to this this guy, and, and maybe they viewed it, Aaron, as more of just a one-year interim type thing, but I thought they kind of took the interim tag off and made him their head coach. Like, if you do that after your head coach dies, I mean, don't you kind of have to try to let him, like, go rec- have one recruiting class or – Try to build something like I, I. To me, this this is like the this is a very SEC thing. This is just like, well, we gave him one year. Th- this guy's horrible. Let's move on. And and maybe I think what happens is when something awful happens, like Leach dying, there's a there's a need to try to preserve things and keep your team together and keep the players there and they just decided hey this isn't going to work i mean like texas had the opposite thing they didn't have a tragedy but they had a guy get fired in basketball and they had such a great team that the guy takes them to the elite eight and now he has a long-term contract in university of texas uh, arnett you know had one year at this and didn't lead them anywhere and you know what he didn't even have his quarterback in the last few games will rogers who was a real good quarterback gone the guy you know one of those backups sawyer uh robertson's now at baylor so i don't know seems kind of unfair but life isn't fair the new ap polls are out today for basketball and football we'll start with football the top eight teams remain unchanged georgia's still number one followed by michigan ohio state florida state and washington oregon texas and alabama round out that top eight we look a little further down, other Big 12 teams. Oklahoma is 14. Oklahoma, uh, excuse me, Kansas State jumps back into the poll after their win over Baylor at 23. Oklahoma State barely stays in the poll after being blown out in the bounce house by UCF. Um, yeah, I all that is interesting. I, 
on the basketball, um, I, I, I've got a lot of thoughts on the on the whole uh, Baylor thing, and I, we'll get into. Uh, uh, we're going to do some NFL headlines, but it, 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 Aaron, we'll start um, the next segment. We want to hear from Jerry Jones when it comes to to Dak. But Baylor on the AP poll coming up on the AP basketball poll coming from twenty to fifteen. Boy, I, there's going to be a huge market correction on this team. Uh, I think that's a good move. I don't think you had to take them all the way up to ten, but. Auburn, they look great against them. They, they finished great. And they had moments where they did look great. And they have a monstrous, they, they've got two extremely talented big men. They, they're really deep at guard. And Aaron, they're so good that they, they can't even find any minutes for everyday John. I mean, think about that. Think about how exciting it was to get him back last year. He was hitting threes. He's so active. He's a tremendous inspirational story. And Scott came out yesterday and basically called him a player coach. And we'll have Scott on next week, and we'll talk more about that. But I think that's it's, it's, it's great for Baylor because it means he's kind of accepting this role, and he's just a great person. But it's it's kind of interesting. You know, they said they were going to go 11 deep. And right now, Everyday John is looking like their 11th man. Now, he, he may, he may kind of get going. They may have games where they need him. But right now, he is being asked to be an inspirational bench teammate. And Aaron... I think he's got the kind of character that can do it. But, man, after all he's been through, can you imagine just saying, well, uh, John, you may just not play much this year. Wow. It is not what I expected, but it is what is happening. And the only person that can pull something like this off is Scott, Drew, because Scott gets buy-in from players, and he's very honest with people. And if if at the end of the year, if if everyday John thinks he could go play somewhere else, he'll go. He'll leave. But um, for now, it looks like he's going to hang in there with the Bears. But that's a very interesting thing that Scott had to share. Aaron, anything else? Are we good? Uh, we're good. Okay. Uh, it is uh, it is uh, the uh, Campus Confidential. Thank you so much uh, to. Turner, uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Derek, the whole gang. Well, they've been with us all through the football season. You see all their commercials out at the Baylor games, and they're a tremendous partner of the Matt Mosley Show, uh, and uh, appreciate them so much. It is time, though, to get into the 5 o'clock hour, and my conversation with Jerry Jones, and he says something really interesting that we're going to share with you. That is next. Baylor Bear football is on the road again this week for a key matchup with the TCU Horned Frogs in Fort Worth. 1230 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 
2.30 kickoff Saturday afternoon. Join Ricky Thompson, J.J. Joe, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for all the action of the revelry between Baylor and TCU this Saturday here on ESPN Central Texas. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Power National Best Sellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Where's your pain? Is it in your knees, hips, your back? Don't let it sideline you any longer. And don't let them tell you surgery is the only option. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, talking about QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. Get started now. So you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. Again, no drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics for free consultation. 254-415-4100. Again, 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254 415 I'm Joe Kaleo. Business owners deserve financial security, and we're here to help you achieve it. Let's build a relationship and develop a financial plan that can help safeguard your business and nurture your dreams. Kaleo Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers live from Bank of America Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. 
ready to have your garage back? Check out Lone Star Structures, affordable storage sheds, cabins, greenhouses, and off kennels. Lone Star Structures is family-owned, and their skilled craftsmen have been building top-notch storage sheds for more than 25 years. Browse their available inventory at LoneStarStructures.com or customize your own with their 3D shed builder. Stop by today at Highway 77 in Rosebud Lot. Call 254-583-4411 or visit LoneStarStructures.com. Lone Star Structures. Buy local. Buy from folks you can trust. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Welcome to the Mosley Show, the home of the Blue Bonnet Battle, the trophy that is coveted by TCU and Baylor fans. We'll try to get our hands on this. I'd like to get that into the studios, maybe take a picture with it. Uh, It looks like it's been out in front of Pat Neff. It's been on the TCU campus. I do not know. I guess TCU won last year, so maybe they get to have it, even though it's like a brand-new trophy. I don't know. I don't know how this works, but I guess you do get to keep it each year. The Blue Bonnet Battle. All right. Starting to grow on me. Starting to grow on me. Aaron, we might need to we might need to uh, share with our folks at some maybe next uh, coming back to uh to, before we hear from Coach Aranda that uh that very dramatic uh thing that we have. I like that. I like I like the blue bonnet battle. Uh that is now the name of the Baylor TCU rivalry, which goes back a hundred and 19 years to when TCU used to be in Waco. And uh, then it became, oh, I don't know, Adran College. Uh, and I think it was called Adran College or something like that. Then TCU it moved to Fort Worth, and it became the land of the frog. And uh, TCU is tied to the uh, church, the Christian church, the uh, – Oh, what do they call it? The Disciples of Christ, I believe it is. That's their denomination. And, of course, we are the Baptist through the good times and the bad. Uh, we are Baptist, uh, just kind of general Baptist. We broke away from the convention years ago, so we don't need to get too specific on that. All right, Aaron, um, Let's. Uh, I want to do some NFL headlines, and it was a great win for the Cowboys. As we get in it, we're going to listen to Aranda, and we're going to let you guys uh, – React to Aranda, uh, 254-662-1660. I, 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 think, I think Baylor fans, understandably, they're seeing Texas A&M fans out looking, talking about their new coach. I think Aggies are excited to have a new coach coming in. I think Baylor wants that, you know. Be, be careful. I mean, I'm not exactly sure who you're going to go get. Um, you know, I don't know. Maybe. I, I do know that Mac loves Dave Aranda. The only quibble I had was something 
that um, I, you know, we had a great Bryce Cherry and I had a nice conversation. I do think, I, I think I know what he was saying about Mac. Mac's his own man, and it's not going to like get on Twitter and and make a decision based on any of that. But he also looks around, and he can't. You can't help but notice what that Houston game looked like, and he'll notice what West Virginia, and he's going to be thinking about how can we. Can we get this fan base to rally around another year of Aranda? Is there another? Is there a way to do it? And and even you know if you make some changes on both sides of the ball, like everybody has a hand in this. The head coach, the coordinators, the players. I know some people want to say, well, the recruiting's the same. Okay, maybe so. So I guess we're just going to say <laughs> that that these. These uh, players are not being developed like Rule and then what Aranda did in 2021. I still say Aranda, I mean, Petrie wasn't Petrie until that year. He had that breakout unbelievable year. And Aranda, certainly, and Ron Roberts, the old defense coordinator, had a hand in putting them in that position. I mean, Baylor had a great year in 2019 under Rule and Snow. But Neither in 2020. Now, Petrie was getting really good in that pandemic year. He he did have moments where I said, oh, my gosh, this guy's great. But he didn't become like Mr. NFL, like one of the greatest safeties in the history of the program until Aranda was here. But I don't know what happened, but they don't have any, like, basically they're juniors this year. It's just like, I'm not saying all of them are bad. But there, it's it's a wipeout. It's like I and again I don't know when would that be, Aaron? The, the year of the recruiting to either 2020 or 21 classes. It's like where are these dudes? Where are these people? They got some nice young players, some freshmen, some decent sophomores. It's like they it's like they're missing out on an entire class. But but people will tell you. All the recruiting rankings are fine. Their recruiting rankings are fine. So anyway, we'll talk about that. If y'all want to sound off on it, the uh, CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. For some reason today, y'all been lighting me up on Twitter. I usually try to get you to text in so we can read your text because I'm not always on Twitter during the show. But everybody's been kind of coming at me on Twitter in a nice sort of way. I'm not saying you're like, you know, I, and even if you didn't, it was fine with by me. But Aaron, let's do this though, because I, I, I've been putting this off. I I um, I was with Jerry after the game, along with several other reporters. But I just kind of I wanted to see because Dak was great against a horrible team. No less. I mean, the Giants are horrible. All right, Rams didn't look good the week before, but he's put up um, huge numbers. I say two weeks before the Rams. And then he looked great against the Eagles in a losing cause. And so I asked Jerry about that. And this is in the, the aftermath of the, of the win, 49-17 win yesterday over the Giants. Here I am with Jerry, and I wanted you all to hear his response about Dak Prescott. Is Dak... I mean, is this about a good a rhythm as, you, as you've seen from him? Like, you know, he's playing as good as I've ever seen him play. Yeah, I'd say as good as I've ever seen him play. Uh, and he's playing with knowledge, 
confidence, but knowledge of the offense. He's playing in sync with his coaching. All right. I mean, as good as I've ever seen him play, and and for Jerry, that was a really succinct, to the point answer. Generally, Jerry will give you an answer. It might even be interesting. And then he'll kind of qualify it and come around. He might even, by the time he's finished, he may he may contradict what he said to start with. But, I mean, that was a very direct Jerry answer. Hey, Dax, as good as I've seen him. Aaron, I looked at, like, the QBR. I mean, the QBR rate, uh, the quarterback rating that he came up with was the best of any quarterback all season. I mean, when you figure in all the touchdown passes, the accuracy, how far he's throwing it down the field. Um, Aaron, other than maybe you could say Tua and Tyreek, Jefferson's hurt right now, uh, even though what the Vikings are doing is pretty amazing. Aaron, you're a guy that looks at what receivers are doing because you're way into all this fantasy, uh, you know, uh, fantasy football. But, I mean, there's nobody that's ever done what what CD has done over the last three games. Uh, three straight games of 150 yards or more and at least one touchdown. Nobody's done it. I mean, nobody, I mean, people have had great days and one guy might go for 200 and something yards. And we've seen, I think I saw Calvin Johnson one time, maybe even against the Cowboys, go for like 317 or just something silly, something just obscene. But the consistency, and and part of it is, man, they've just got a great chemistry right now. He knows where, um, he knows where CD is going to be. I, I did not have a great feeling about this wide receiver coming off the 49ers game. He was down. He was hanging his head. He was mad. He just did not like his involvement, C.D. Lamb. And and he's come back with a vengeance. And he believes he's the best receiver in the game. Aaron, I, nobody's as fast as Tyreek. Um, nobody's quite like the threat to take it all the way that he is. But in terms of just, man, getting open – consistently making plays, CD is about the best thing going in the NFL right now, at least over the past three games. And then even this whole season, um, Aaron, I think he's I think he's for the season up there around Ali, what are we in? What are only ten games in? Nine or ten games in, and he's sitting there right around a thousand yards and, and I mean he, he he is putting on a show. Right now, and uh, and I, I and then they work cooks in, cooks went crazy. I mean, Aaron, I I don't. Does anybody other than maybe the Dolphins, and obviously Mahomes. When you factor Kelsey in, Mahomes does some amazing thing with 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 his group. But right now, Aaron, Ferguson's become big time, and. Cooks has arrived on the scene, and even Gallup had a big day uh, as well. I mean, when you if you include tight ends and wide receivers, 
Aaron, I I don't know if there's a group. I mean, maybe maybe um maybe the Dolphins is that's about it, isn't it? In terms of the top three receivers in the tight end, the way the Cowboys are going right now. Yeah. Because I would say the Eagles with with Hertz and AJ Brown, yeah, Dallas yeah. Goddard broke his forearm before he did. Mm-hmm. They were pretty close because AJ Brown's been amazing the last three or four weeks yeah. too. And Devontae's a great one. Yeah, um, yeah. Then maybe Buffalo with with Allen and Diggs, uh, but they don't have a lot else besides that. That that's yeah, like top top playmakers. They have some good players like uh-huh. Gabe Davis, but yeah, yeah. I, I would say. They're one of the few. It, it, it's just kind of funny that Pollard, when he got hurt, they basically had no chance last year against the Niners. And right now, Pollard's like the fourth or fifth option on this team. I mean, it, it's really flipped in a hurry. And, and, and that's mostly good news. It's mostly good news because these other people, and it means Dak's playing great. Um, it just Pollard right now is just not a huge part of this offense. Doesn't mean he can't be. Aaron, I'm sorry, I went I went crazy on all that stuff. I think that was uh, fun to talk about. Give me a couple of what a couple of uh, headlines from yesterday, uh, yesterday's action NFL wise. Well, the uh, Cowboys weren't the only one with a big win as far as Texas professional teams. The Texans had their second straight comeback victory, led by. Rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud as they uh, came back and beat the Bengals yesterday. Not only was it a great win for Stroud and the Texans, it also won one Florida better a lot of money. A Florida better had a four-way parlay on this game for five hundred thousand dollars. That if he hit, would pay him five and a half million dollars. That four-way parlay, Devin Singletary, the running back in for Pierce, who's hurt, over 51.5 rushing yards. Devin Singletary, anytime TD, over 40.5 points for the game, the game total, and Houston Texans winning outright. He took Houston Texans on the money line. Obviously got there at the very end of the game with the comeback win and turned $500,000 into $5.5 million. Yeah. I mean, now you gotta you gotta be a baller to put that amount up. Oh yeah, you gotta be a huge baller, right? But when that kick went through, and I was watching it, and and I didn't know this story, but I mean, I'm just trying to imagine now, like what that experience is was like for that person. I mean, that that's that's um, again, if you have five hundred thousand dollars to bet. You're either a baller or you're you're insane. Like you're either degenerate. betting your entire, yeah, you're right. You're a degenerate and you're betting your entire like probably you've mortgaged your house, and and your your whole family's future is being bet on the game. Or you have enormous money. I would think somebody at that level, you know, would be worth would be worth twenty or thirty million at least. But still. To to win five, I mean that is a that is that is huge. You got one more. I do. The uh, Rams say that quarterback Matthew Stafford will should be back this Sunday to start against the Seattle Seahawks. Stafford 
sprained the UCL ligament in his right thumb in week eight and did not play the following week against the Green uh-huh. Bay Packers, a game the Rams lost. The Rams had a bye last week. Yeah. I, uh, I, you know, Rams are an interesting team. Their quarterback was hurt, and they, they, they sent him out on a pass route. I, maybe they'll maybe they'll cut that out when he comes back, <laughs> and we'll see we'll see what they could do. Just but, uh, why? <laughs> I I think uh, Aaron. I just kept looking up at those scores, and then even in the aftermath of those games. And can you remember a time in the NFL where there was just like everybody's four and five or five and four? I mean, it's just crazy. Like there are no. It's like on the NFC. Maybe the Eagles are great. Maybe they're not. I mean, they literally could, they could lose two or three games coming up. I mean, there's a chance they could. Um, the 49ers seem like they're back. That was a. They I mean they just blew out Jacksonville. Aaron is Belichick still the coach in New England today? So far, yeah. Okay. I don't know All right. How All long right. that lasts? Just making sure. <laughs> that was a big headline in the Boston Globe last week. They were going to wait. I mean, think about that. Win all those rings, and they're going to say, well, we're going to see how he does over in Germany, and then we may move on if he doesn't do well. That would amuse me. <laughs> uh, I guess, who knows? They may be doing that with Aranda. Let's see if the team shows any upside versus TCU. I mean, if you won your last two games – to get to five and seven. Yeah, it would not be great. It would not be great. But, again, I'm tired of saying that, Aaron. I say it every week. What if they get to this? What if they get to six and six? What if they get to that? I mean, it's like it's silliness at this point. Unless they do it, then that then that's great. But uh, I, I think the scary part is A&M did it when they did it to try to get ahead of the thing and see if they can hold on to their recruiting class. I, the Baylor's recruits for this year are just sitting there watching right now. This 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 next class, they're just like, okay, y'all let us know, because they're waiting, and I, and Baylor's thinking about that as well. I don't, I mean, I'm not saying it's the greatest class in the world, but there's some pretty good players in there. All right, we'll uh, we'll hear from Dave Aranda, and and react to a few things that he has to say. We'll do that next. Scott Drew and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor basketball back in action Tuesday in the Farrell Center. It's the back half of a women's men's doubleheader. 9 p.m. tip-off on Tuesday versus Kansas City. Baylor Bear basketball with Pat and John all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, and holidays, but have you ever given just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big old key rings, candles, and jewelry. Always free gift wrapping, and delivery is available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business. That's Morrison Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. 
what I was told was bone on bone. I was going to have to have knee replacement, and I do not like surgery. Desperate to avoid surgery, Julie decided to check out QC Kinetics non-surgical regenerative treatments. My daughter actually works in a Chapel Hill, North Carolina lab, and I sent her all of the information that I was given, and she's like, oh, mom, this is for you. I've heard great things about this. She's like, you need to try it before ever doing surgery. Julie started the QC Kinetics natural biologic treatments right in the office using her own healing properties to help restore her damaged tissue. I know my daughter was right. Yeah, it's nice when you've got that um, person you can go to who might have a little bit more information, especially on the science of it. QC Kinetics, it's life-changing. Find out if you're a good candidate. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Every day, Incommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, Incommons Bank offers modern-day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At Incommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at IncommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. You don't want to miss our best price deals during the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels. This month, you can save big on the truck you've been looking for, like the new 2023 Rams. Designed to be durable, functional, and stylish, Ram trucks give you that first-class feel. With premium options like luxurious leather trim seating, surround view cameras, plus exceptional legroom and storage, hurry in and shop our great selection in-store or online today. Shop an award-winning dealership with award-winning products, Allen Samuels in Waco. Well, you'd like to experience the excitement of Baylor football tailgating? Well, you're invited to the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate. Open four hours prior to kickoff of each home game. This family-friendly event is open to all fans and friends of Baylor, and no game ticket is required. You can watch the big college games on large televisions, and great food from Bubba's 33 is also available. It's a great place to get your game face on. We'll be looking for you at the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate under the big tent just over the pedestrian bridge at McLean Stadium Touchdown Alley. Santa is coming to town this November the 15th for the D'Amori Fine Jewelers Simon G. Trunk Show. Exclusive designer jewelry available from noon to 6 with show specials, interest-free financing, and sparkling cocktails. Help save an animal's life with a portion of the proceeds directly benefiting the Humane Society of Central Texas. Come join the fun Wednesday, November the 15th at D'Amori Fine Jewelers Simon G. Trunk Show. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, man, we uh, it is rumor season. The coaching carousel is off and moving. We have openings at um, Texas A&M, and uh, you're starting to see more and more jobs open up. Mississippi State has fired its coach. Um, certainly there are some hot names in the, in Texas, Jeff trailer, um, the, uh, the coach at UTSA, people really respect him. GJ Kenny doing an amazing job at Texas state. I hope they get to hold on to him for another year or two, quite honestly. And even Rhett Lashley having a big year at Texas A&M, his name starting to, uh, 
come up a little bit. And uh, uh, so it, very interesting, some of the stuff that was uh, going on out there. Um, I bet uh, I bet Coach Aranda is wondering, Aaron, how, you know, Matt Rule went 1-11 that one year and was interviewing with NFL teams. The Colts wanted to interview him. That'll be interesting. <laughs> was, like, you never know. Time. Yeah, you never know. Like I, I do think teams would be USC, LSU. A lot of teams would would jump at the chance to hire Aranda as a defensive coordinator. I I almost wonder if even NFL teams would be interested. Like I, it's just it's a difficult deal because. I totally understand people that want him fired, and he understands that. He gets that. I mean, they they have a chance to go one and seven at home. That if you're if you're if you're looking to make a change, that's the deal. That's the easiest one there. You had eight home games, and there's a chance you're going to win one of those. That's you don't you don't. That's hard to say. Hey, let's try this again. Let's uh, see if he can get some better assistance in here, and let's run that back. But meanwhile, everybody in the world will try to hire this guy, not as a head coach, but they'll try to hire him. I'll tell you who would try to hire him as a head coach. It's like if, if for instance, G.J. Kenny or Trailer left. I mean, I, and Dave got fired. I mean, they would look at Dave Aranda totally. They'd say, hey, yeah, Dave, come over here. Come down here, coach. I mean, we think, we think you're a pretty good coach. So it's always, I mean, we saw it with Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, he's out at Tech. And, I mean, within like a month, he was a head coach in the NFL. And you go, what's going on? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, it's just people value different things. And he, Aranda brings an incredible amount of value on the defensive side of the ball. Is he a good head coach? Yeah, kind of looking iffy, looking pretty rough right now. Let's hear from Dave, though. This was Dave uh, at the lunchtime gathering with the uh, with the assembled media, uh, here is Dave Aranda uh, reacting now that he's gotten to see film of the the beatdown that K State put on the Bears. It's good to see you guys. The film was humbling and um, uh, instructive and frustrating and and uh, you know um, was hard to watch. And so to go through that as a staff and. Um, and to uh, get the answers that we need and to have a good plan and a prep for the guys walking in today has really been the focus. And so excited to be around the team today. You know, they've had uh, their workout sessions this morning. Um, They're going on now, and um, the energy in there has been good, and so we're going to have to build everything back up. We've got a great opponent on Saturday, uh, a team that I really respect and a coach that I really respect, and um, it's going to be a challenge for us uh, coming off uh, this latest loss to um, to play our best because it's going to take our best to beat a really good TCU team. Uh, so, with that, take any questions you guys have. Dave, uh, with with bowl eligibility off the table, do you worry at all about? guys kind of like checking out maybe not being as motivated no i appreciate that i um you know i i worry about that all the way through and so um you know to this point we haven't had that 
um, I haven't felt that. I haven't, um, I have not, I'm not seeing anything um, that's resembled that. And so um, a lot of our talk with the st- as a staff is, um, is that, is to stay together, stay connected. And, um, you know, we have to be able to see the goals of our players with this game and these remaining two games and, um, you know, their motivations. I'm sure they're, you know, being recruited. I'm sure our guys that have a chance to move on are thinking about that. And I'm sure all of those things are invading this space. And so we have to bring it back here to this team, to this moment, to this opportunity. And um, I think that's just a natural thing when you're not having success. And so um, we have to um, uh, be purposeful and intentional about going there. And uh, to this point, our staff has done that and we'll have to continue. I think it's probably a greater challenge now. Dave, with how the season has gone, and you even mentioned the, the storm around your name last week when you and I spoke. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like these next two weeks for you is like an interview process or that this is you coaching for your job? No, I appreciate that. I, I think the whole thing is that. You know, I think it's always that. I think that's the – I mean, I, I don't uh, – my aim is to answer your question, but I think I really feel to pull all the way back, I think it's always that. I think it's – you know, um, you have to win. Uh, there's too much money in all of this to not win, and we haven't won. You know, and I think um, the, I think to to um, to know that, and then to, to kind of drop in to Waco, Texas, and see that um, we're trying our best and we're doing all of it, and there's still great support. I think really speaks to the leadership and the type of people that they are. You know. And so I'm very appreciative of that, but I fully know that we have to win, and we, you know, we needed to win a couple weeks ago too. So we're trying our best to do that. Dave, how how hard has it been on you personally, just going through this and this stretch? I guess. Uh, no, I appreciate that. It's, uh, you know, I. I I don't. It's kind of a hard question. I don't really think about myself too much. Um, you know, yesterday, for example, I come in and I try to be able to get with every coach and sit through it and with them. And you know, I think it's very it's difficult for them. I think you really have to when you lose, you have to um, move past. There's a tendency to kind of stay isolated and stay kind of in your room. And you know, you've. When you walk out, people won't make eye contact with you or their eyes will shift down. And so you feel that and you feel bad for them, you know. And so I think to try to encourage guys to go out and not get locked in and to um, be proud and to, um, you know, um, to have that sense of self-worth. I know grown men are struggling with that. I know the young guys are struggling with that. So I think a lot of your time spent with that. You know, it's spent that way. We we're talking this morning, like if, if everywhere is dark, you look and then um, you have to kind of check yourself because you are probably the light, you know, and we're probably the light. Now, we got to stay screwed in. Our job is to stay screwed in, continue to give light. We can get we will find our way out. Yeah. It's hard not to root for that guy. I mean, he's he's got some. Interesting things, his philosophy, he's not giving up. I mean, 
he also sounds like a guy who knows the score and knows he and his staff could get rolled out of there at any minute. Uh, I don't think that's the impression he's been given by Mac in the administration. But, I mean, all of that is uh, – I mean, but I, I get it. it it's It really comes down to is there any – any certain, any kind of like modicum, is there any shred of improvement? And Houston is a bad team. I think they got beat the other day, maybe, didn't they, Aaron? And Cincinnati beat them for their first win. Yeah. I mean, you know, just yeah. Houston's not good. Houston comes in, beats them. They can't win at home, and they haven't been competitive. With the with the only good team they were competitive with was Utah, and that was before Utah really had anything figured out. But but they were they were they were very competitive with Utah. We'll give them that. But they've been blown off the field by every decent team. I mean, we're talking like five hundred teams. Um, Tech is not a good team. Tech destroyed Baylor. K State's a good team. Destroyed Baylor. Texas is a good team. Destroyed us. I mean, it's just, it's 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 bad. It's bad. And so, you know, Mac has to figure out like NIL, every other sport. Okay, how do I fix football? How can I help Dave? Like they love this dude. Like I I he, I mean he loved Matt Rule. They had a close relationship. I, I, and, and Mac has not told me this. This is just my assessment. He, he loves, he likes, uh, he loves Aranda more than he loved Rule. Rule was kind of, could be kind of difficult and, um, which is okay. I mean, if you're really good at your job and all that kind of stuff, you, you can be a little, you can be a little tough. But I mean, Aranda is just this prince of a fella. He's got amazing kind of self-awareness, and he, he there's so many. I think players really do like him. You know, part of me almost had to laugh, though, Aaron, when you're like, well, I know people are looking at our roster, and you're like, really? Okay. I mean, didn't you get beat by, like, 40 at K-State? I mean, are they really beating down the the Baylor's door like oh man we need your players well they do have some quality young DBs I get all that now is that a reason to keep Dave Aranda no no not for like individual players oh my god we're gonna lose some people in the portal all that kind of stuff there's gonna be natural departures that happen and then you'll go out and you'll bring some people in who knows maybe they'll bring in some of these Aggies that are mad about Jimbo I don't know. But this is a uh, this is a this is a fascinating guy to listen to, and and he says it the right way. Like the players and the coaches and everybody, like they're they're walking around like we're the team that's let everybody down, and everybody's talking about like we need to be gone, and yet we're gonna we're gonna go out Saturday and desperately try to win one for the school. Win one for Baylor. Win one for for them. Win one for their futures. Will it be enough? I don't know. I don't know. Like a, I don't think 
A one win over TCU. I mean, if you win the last two games, how much of a difference does it make? There's big changes coming no matter what they do in these next two weeks. Aranda, he he may be coaching for his job. I, I don't – or or Mac may have, and I don't know this, may have made a decision but is just not quite ready to act yet. Now, again, I don't know if his decision, hey, I'm keeping this guy no matter what, or if there's a scenario where he's ready to move on. But, I mean, you know, the crowd versus Houston was embarrassing, and the crowd versus West Virginia will be embarrassing. And and going one in seven, I I just that's the part that I keep coming back to. But even separate of all that, what, no matter who's here, um, they've got to fix their nil, and they know that. And they're gonna like it's gonna be a huge push, and they're gonna get more overt with it. They're gonna get it. They're gonna be more public with it, and it's about to happen. Can they do that? With Dave still in place, I don't know. I don't know. I, I it's there's not much hope that exists with this program uh, in the in its uh, current status and uh, and and the the unbelievable 2021 season feels like it was ten years ago. Would like Rule be handling this better? Like, if he had some awful year like this, yeah, but just because he's an ultimate salesman. I mean, Rule, and I, Matt's a friend, but he's slick. He's slick. The thing I like a lot about Dave is, like, he's really authentic. I mean, I, I think he's just, he's different and he's quirky. He's a little on the weird side. But, man, he's authentic. I mean, Rule would somehow have us believing that, Five and seven was what God had in store for us. <laughs> Dave Dave knows the score. He knows it is dark. It is dark, dark times. All right, we've got to say goodnight. Uh, we'll do it at the dismount next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Hey, folks, Jared Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily, and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? 
Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October, and the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch, like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon. But one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks. From bed covers and steps to toolboxes, hitches, grill guards. Pickup Outfitters also does the heavy-duty stuff. Full front replacement bumpers, airbag suspension, goosenecks, fifth wheels. Come by and see us, even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee. Pickup Outfitters has moved. 4535 West Waco Drive in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Um, Aaron, I'm about to put this out on Twitter. I'm going to ask Gary Patterson, um, can we get your thoughts on the Blue Bonnet battle? Um, should I ask him, I want to be more specific, should I say the Blue Bonnet battle trophy, Aaron? Will that make it, because he might, he... Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, and then I'm gonna say, and then I'm, I'm gonna say, were you consulted, Aaron? From the look at the trophy, <laughs> does it look like a? Is it wooden? Is that? I mean, I I don't mind woodwork, but is that like a? Is that a? Is that a block of wood that's a part of that trophy? Is that what I'm seeing? I'm just trying to make sure I'm seeing this correctly. Have you studied it? Oh, I've seen the trophy, but I didn't look that. Okay, I think it's wood. Anyway, I was going to ask what he thought of the woodwork, but um, uh, let's see. We're, uh, I'm going to put that out there. 
and see we'll see if Gary Patterson has anything to say about that. Uh, it's something. It's fun. The two schools have talked about it all day. It's given Drake Toll something to talk about. I mean, he's he's been able to sink his teeth into this when Cam Stewart has gotten into some fight with, with another Twitter site out there. I've enjoyed watching all this. Aaron, good work from you today. I think we have Monday Night Football tonight, maybe involving the Bills and somebody. Uh, just enjoy yourself. Y'all have a great evening. And tomorrow night, huge basketball. Huge basketball, men and women at Baylor. All right, good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on the Monday. Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. One of the eye-opening results from the weekend. 